2: All right back to another episode of Causeway Street with your favorite three hosts. All right, my name is Joe Sway. I'm joined as always with Ducha and yeah. Joel. After a one month hiatus, we are back. A little vacation. A little vacation. I mean, we were, you know, we didn't want to jinx ourselves. They we were playing so well, so we figured, you know what? Let's see how this plays out. If they make it into an eighth or seventh C we'll, we'll come back, and that's exactly what we did. Right. Well, I mean, that on we're top of, superstitious over here.
1: That, and on top of you know the uh nine. Feet of snow that
2: the yeah, in Boston I wasn't the area
1: had. We yeah, we're just
2: waiting for everything to clear up to get back yeah. and, uh, and record our newest episode. So, because of it's been a month and because it's been so long, uh, we got a jam-packed show for you. All right, we're going to be talking about, of course, the playoff race that's going on in the Eastern Conference. We'll also talk about um, Jared Salinger and his conversation with Jack McMullen. About his, uh, you know, weight problem and how he's, uh, love Jackie uh, Mac, by the way. How he's gonna be, uh, yeah. How does Jackie get people to open up like that? You ever notice that she's people? Like she, she gets Oprah, the exclusives. Dude. Yeah, she is. She she's really like is. Oprah. She's like o- Oprah for, uh, for NBA you know, players. You know, you know what <laughs> That's it is. Exactly she, what it she, is. She, it's like she doesn't interview people. She
1: just has a conversation with them, yeah. right? So, and then it turns it, into is. like them opening yeah, up. It turns into like, like you know. yeah, about their childhood,
2: and she's just right. like, she, I just asked you about like, you know, your weight problem, and got into everything else. Right. That's exactly what happened. And of, and of course, uh, we'll we'll do our. In case you missed it, at the end, you know. Talk about the last uh, what month or so? Everything that's been going on. We'll, we'll wrap it all up for you right at the end of the show. But before we even get into all that, I'm gonna bring in our very first guest on Causeway Street. Um, we did have we've had a guest before, but he was uh, one of our one one of our own. He was he's on our staff. Uh, this time we have Chris Villani joining us. Uh, Chris is a host for WEEI, of course, on Sundays, and he also is the host of SportsTown. On Herald Radio, uh, from 1 to 4, Monday through Friday, guys. Chris Bellani. What's up, Chris? How you doing? I'm doing well, guys. Just got finished with uh, a little 21-minute WBEI show after the Red Sox the game. So, that I'm boy. doing a full day's work and heading out to dinner. Oh, there you go. You're getting your money's worth there, huh? 21 minutes, huh? Absolutely. And it was really more like 20 minutes, but I'll, I'll wrap it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, of course, man, i got I got to ask you flat out. Do the Celtics? Is this is this gonna happen? Is this for real? Do they win this dog race? Do they do they get the eight seed, seven seed? What's your take, man? Well, how how are we gonna how are we gonna see the Celtics in a couple of weeks from now? What's your prediction? I, I think the odds are probably against them a little bit. It's part
3: of math problem. You just have a number of teams that have been battling for that spot and they've got at the moment by half a game to start the day and they've been kind of flip flopping the Bruins path. But one of the things that that makes me think it's going to be a challenge is. We're still seeing, and it's a product of a young team and a part of a young NBA coach, an inability to, to really close out teams consistently. Yeah. Um, you look at the way they played, even in some of their wins, allowing leads to flip away, not being able to just finish these, uh Execution in a late and close situations. I think that stuff's been helped a lot since the Thomas acquisition, and I think his athletes were spelled in that department uh, when he was out after the, after the tailbone injury. He's just kind of want to have the politics in, especially when it's one of those situations where somebody needs to make a play late game. But that's still one of the areas where uh, they need to grow and they need to develop. And it's something that I think will happen over time. But it's something that, at least in the short term, might work against them getting into the postseason. And I just think it's incredible that, and I even thought about it last week, they had a flat game, wake up the next day, and I'm mad about it. I'm mad that they yeah. wander an opportunity. I'm going say, wait a minute, this is great that I'm mad about this. To care about the outcomes sort of their game, these are the playoff picture. So, obviously, this season is going to be a that. I think it's that they're ahead of where we all thought they'd uh, be. But
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they end up just barely on the outside of the playoff picture. So, so Chris, let's, let's say we do make the playoffs. I know you sort of say the odds are against them, but... Let's say they do sneak into whatever, 6, 7, or 8 spot. Who do you want? What, who do you want to see in the first round? Who scares you the most? Now, let's not be, it's not plenty any games. Most likely, the odds of us winning a series is very, very slim, but who do you want them to play? Well, they're not moving on. I don't think it's likely going to be the 7 or 8 seed. Uh, Atlanta,
3: Cleveland, it doesn't matter. It's not be either one of those teams. But just to play the game a little bit here, um, you want to avoid Cleveland <laughs> And I think that's the obvious choice. I know they're a team that uh, struggled over at the beginning of the season and kind of come together and gel. But since LeBron came back from his injury, and I, I really don't think what you're saying is, but he played himself into that MVP conversation. He's not going to win it. I think it's either Steph Curry or James in discussion. You can take your pick and hash out your choice among those two and Russell Westbrook in there as well. But the fact that LeBron has been able to play himself back into that conversation shows that to me at least he's been the best player of basketball the last two months. I just don't think you want any part of that whatsoever. So even though they have won a lot of games teams, and are a team that a lot of people are still not believing in a really good team, Atlanta's probably the favorable option between those two. If we're to went to the sixth seed, that could be a bit of a different conversation. I don't see the Celtics winning around in the postseason. Um I think just the experience, some of you guys don't get the playoffs, just the experience of playing games that matter pattern down stretch is mm. going to be huge for the development of this team to grow the brand, even the coach, so it's already a success, you can check that off, if you want to dream about them making money, period, you know, they play their way all the way up with, their speed, and whatever you do, I
0: think you want to stay away from us, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, I'm a dreamer, we're winning, no, I'm
2: just <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking,
0: <laughs> <Okay>. right.
1: <laughs> Hey, Chris, this is Joel. Uh, I just want to uh, touch upon uh, Brad Stevens real quick. How do you think he's been doing so far, not just this season, but overall, and his you know, season and a half, almost two seasons, as an NBA head coach? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I was skeptical of Brad Stevens' hire at first. I had nothing to do Brad
3: Stevens. Uh, and it came out of nowhere, as you guys all remember. Brad Stevens was being talked about, and when did he move on to that big, high-profile college job? Like When did he become the next coach at Duke? Did chef team, so, Bridget jumped to the NBA was a huge surprise. Um, but that said, you know, how can you not be thrilled with the job that you've done? And the track record of college coaches coming to the NBA has not been stellar overall. But a lot of times, you find guys that have had big time success, the John Calipari hole, and they're great recruiters, but maybe don't have the ability to adapt their X's and O's coaching style to the NBA, or maybe just aren't great X's and O's coaches. Uh, Rick Pitino is another guy, again, high mm-hmm. profile, the guy that was winning national championships, getting to the Final Four with multiple programs. Brad is a different kind of coach. He never one and done to Butler. He mm-hmm. had to turn Gordon Hayward into an NBA pro. He had to turn Sheldon Mack into a borderline NBA pro. Those are the things he had to do as a coach, dealing with guys for two to three to four years. So I think his ability to coaching game, his ability to develop talent, and most importantly, and this is by far the most important aspect, his ability to want to learn and adapt his style to the NBA, which as you guys all know is a lot different in college games, has made him a, a phenomenal fit to this point. Now, the caveat here, and again, I'm a little regret, he's talking to up, How is he going to react when the standard changes? When it's not just, hey, we're thrilled because we're talking about Celtics maybe getting into the postseason, the now we want Celtics to Celtics just be one of those top four teams, get a home uh, mm-hmm. like a home court advantage in a first round postseason to be that kind of team. How is he going to react? How will he continue to evolve? If you're pacing on the early return, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to do that and be just fine. But that's still a question that remains to be answered. And to this point, at the very least, he's bucking what's been a pretty consistent trend. Guys do not have a lot of success going
1: from college to the NBA. and So far, so good for that So you think now with the uh, this young core that the Celtics have, is it because of the the chance to make the playoffs that they're in, or just overall Brad Stevens just has them? They've gone, he's gone, their players to just buy into their to to his system or buy into whatever he's selling. Do you think that's that's what Brad Stevens has done with this with these guys, or it's just because they have a chance to make the playoffs, they're just going all in? No, I I think
3: about buying in and Brad Steven's system is very player friendly something Isaiah Thomas has is talked about a lot uh, he didn't play in a system like this in Phoenix he didn't play in a system like this for two of his years in Sacramento it was really only the year he played for Mike Malone his third year uh, yeah his third year in Sacramento where he played in this kind of an open system where trust the guy to make a play uh, really had a lot of trust in players in general a lot of ball movement a lot of motion and he thrived in that system that was his. That's statistical year. He averaged more than 20 points a game. And and the guys have talked about it a lot. The system they run, the that even run, they like, they buy into it, they believe in it, they want to run it. They go out and play for it, guys. And that's, and that's what it's all about, especially in the NBA. If you get guys to really buy in and you've done that, you're going to have a lot of success. And if you think the playoff drive, it's going kind to of motivate them a little bit. You're an athlete at that level in any sport. You want to win, you want to compete, and if you're a guy like uh, like Jake Crowder, who's talking about Jake Crowder as being much of anything in the NBA, but he's been able to carve out a role, make a little bit of a name for himself, that has got to motivate you. So I think that's a part of it, but most it goes back to it, the, the first point you made, which is Brad
2: Stevens, his system, and these guys really believing in it and enjoying playing it. Alright Chris, so Jackie McMullen um, put out an article a few days ago talking about a conversation that she had with Jared Salinger about his weight. Um now Jerry Selleringer of course is nursing his injury and we're not gonna see him until uh next season. But uh, he talked about how he's he's lost about ten to fifteen pounds. Um he has a goal in mind to lose to knock off weights. Um Danny Ainge has chimed in about it, talking about um his career going long term and how if he really wants to make a 10 to 15 uh year career out of out of his you know out of his tenure with the Celtics or whether it's somewhere else, that he's going to need to lose the lose the pounds. Um, what does that say about Sollinger? If so, do you think that's going to be a problem next season? Do you think that's going to be something that's going to be linked with Jared Sollinger? You know, having having a hard time gaining weight? And if that's the case, what does that say about his future in Boston? I don't
3: know that he has a future in Boston, to be honest. And what and, like, able to get those, uh, the weight situation in yeah. control? Jared Sollinger, when you think about it, is really the highest touted player the Celtics have as a prospect coming into the NBA. You have looked at as maybe being the best high school player in his class in the country. Uh, and it's safe to say that despite some moments of promise, that overall potential is not quite panned out the way a lot of people on the scouts might have thought it was going to pan out. I think Brad Stevens right now has a collection of players that he likes, style that he likes, and we talk about the system and guys buying in. You've to have everybody buying in and buying into that kind of system. Uh, the NBA and, and the NHL have both similar in this regard. You can have two teams that play such a different style and time, it almost looks like they're playing a different game out there, like it's sport. And with the Celtics, I don't think it's a coincidence. And this isn't the, I'm not starting up the UL well, or the Celtics
2: a better team without Rajon Rondo, especially <laughs> right. the Celtics are a different team without
3: Rajon Rondo. They're a different team without Jeff Green. And they're only winning about 33% of their games when those two guys and Jared Bollinger were or some combination of them, were on the roster. Clear those guys out, and now you have the players that Brad Stevens wants, and they've been a more successful team. It's a dominant team. You're talking a 500 record with that combination, that group out there, but it's still more about fit. And this group right now, I think, is a better fit for what Brad Stevens wants to do. So, Sullivan could have a future. Um, he, He's shown the ability to be a double-double guy in the past, but. Yeah, he's got to trim down. he's going got to battle that. He really did open up the the ball and a lot, like you guys were talking about a few minutes ago. You got to be able to battle that team and overcome
2: it. Mm. And most importantly, he's got to fit into what they're doing because uh, if he doesn't, as the Celtics have shown pretty clearly that they can compete with other bigs and still be uh, just that, as, in fact, more successful. Well, after Ray John Rondo and Jeff Green were traded, you know, I looked at Jerisondra as you know their biggest you know trade piece to bring in a, another another big time player. But the thing about that is, is the, uh, the I feel like now teams are gonna look at him as injury prone. You know, this is his second injury, and then now this, all this is coming out about his weight. You don't think that's gonna scare away teams to you know want to take a chance on him? Uh, I think it could. I think it absolutely could, especially the weight thing. That's the last thing you ever want
3: to hear. I mean, think about those that so baseball it. example, Pablo Sandoval. I got has big healthy, and a guy who obviously carries it? his weight pretty well and is surprisingly mobile and. I was going to say mobile, agile, and hostile, but you know, he got good agility. He's an athletic dude. He's a good third baseman. And he still gets the guys the to complain about the weight. You know, the first off that he hit, Joe well, Sway, you're probably going to be on the board, I'll take the call. It'll be you know, Joey and Poundy or whoever. And that's yep. too fat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and it's not fair. It's not a fair conversation uh, for a guy like Solinger, but... It's
2: the same token, or, or for the animal or soldier, but the same token, you know that that conversation is going to be out there, so. Yeah, but, but is, he's he, gotta get kid, is he, is he like that, is he really that big, though? I mean, like, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge pretty. is talking about he's putting a weight baby. clause in his contract, yes. like Big Baby. Is he, he's not as big as Big Baby. <laughs> big Baby was a, he, he was a little, he was a bit heavier than Sully, wasn't he? Yeah, well, that's good. More double on Conner, it's not necessarily the size, it's kind of how you use it. Uh, you oh, Oh, hey, oh. If he doesn't have the ability to, to play, again, that style, which is a lot of motion, a lot of up and down floor, um, if he slows down the offense, slows down what they're doing. Is that why and, he's jacking up threes? Yeah, yeah I guess then, that makes sense. Then yeah, he's not going to be that, that kind of a
3: fit. I mean, Think about a guy who gives you a lot of luck, will be a terrible fitness in system. A guy like Carmelo. I can't stand Carmelo.
1: I'm a whole biased in this regard. But I'm with of it, man, That just it. doesn't work. He's not like Carmelo in terms of game, but the point is a guy that just...
2: It kinda of becomes more of a, more of a in the wheel rather than a cocky. Yeah, Vellani hated that whole Carmelo talk, man. He was no, against no, me. I, I, I was against it. too. I was, too. I, was not, I was against it too because he's Well, like, I was for it if it's a big three with, with Kevin Love and Ray John Rondo. Obviously that's all out the window now. Obviously. At that at the time, I was all about it. <laughs> no, but go, but no, but he uh
1: Chris makes a good point about, about Solinger is how you use, you know, your body. And sometimes you'll even hear like Cedric Maxwell, for example, so is always like, you know, Move that big butt of his, and yeah, you know, get in, in the middle, right, right. And, and, and like really power power guys because he's he's really an undersized center or power forward, mm. you know, because of his because of his height, but because of his body type, he can really do some damage. But you know, a lot of people don't realize he he has a hard time moving side to side.
2: Yeah,
1: that's just that's just that's just his game.
2: All right, Chris, before we get you out of here, man, MVP, who you got? And I've
3: gone back and forth depending upon the day between Steph Curry and James Harden. Mm. I think Curry's had the better year, but it's hard not to give James Harden credit yeah. for what he's doing without the same kind of support right. that right. has. Howard, uh, Steph Curry has had. Curry's got to play top-deacon I mean, They've really they've done such a phenomenal job. Man. And Golden State is a, is a model. for how to put-together a team without a top-five. There's no top-five picks that they drafted.
2: sounds good hey Chris man I appreciate you uh stopping in. I mean uh, stepping in here man being our, our first guest man that's a this is an honor you know yes, thank you I, I mean this is this is could be uh, this could be like you know the first of like many stars and you can be able to tell people I was the first guest on Causeway Street man an honor for
1: you guys <laughs> or it's an honor for me it's an honor for us an honor for us to have you to have you and, you know, and grac- gracious you with your it's presence. It's mutual, so, man. Come on. Yeah, come on, well Give us some credit here, it's man. It's mutual. mutual. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. Host <laughs> of sports. I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it anytime, uh, anytime you guys want. And uh, hopefully I'm the, the first of many great guests. But hopefully you do much better than me next time. <laughs> oh, man. We appreciate that, Milani.
1: Well, Chris, once, uh, once again, thank you. Uh, um, and where can, where can our Cosmic Street fans find you on Twitter or on social, social media? You can find me on Twitter, chrismilani forty four and
2: I uh, love when uh, people up there. love to get a good conversation going. So, Chris Vellani, 44 is a like to do that. All right, host of Sports Town on Herald Radio from 1 to 4, Monday through Friday. Calling us for the Boston Herald and also on 93.7 WEI if you're hearing him on Sunday afternoons. This guy, Chris, is a busy, busy guy. Chris, I appreciate it, man. Anytime, guys, do it. All right, that's Chris Bellani, guys. Knows his stuff, especially when it comes to basketball and out. Right Thanks, thanks again, Valani, for uh, joining us. Our first guest on Cosby Street. We're stepping up, guys. You know that was that was big. Chris Valani today. Who knows? Maybe on episode fifty, we'll have Paul Pierce or somebody like that. No, yeah. probably like Cedric Maxwell. Wishful thinking. Cedric, <laughs> Cedric Maxwell. Someone oh, like some Max. We'll get up, yeah. Leon Poe on this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, we can get uh, what's the guy's name uh, from uh, Comcast Sportsnet, the one that does a halftime.
2: Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> boy, Blakely. yeah, man, big things, big things, but yeah, thanks again to uh Vilani. Yes, thank but, you. But guys, uh, let's uh, let's you know, not not to jinx it or anything, but if the Celtics do make the playoffs, let's talk about it, man. Who do you want to see? Do you want to see the Atlanta Hawks? Do you want to see Cleveland? Does it matter? What do you What do you guys think? I mean,
1: personally, I don't think it. I don't think it matters because. The point of them making the playoffs would be for them to gain experience. I mean, it'd be wishful thinking to try to picture them going past the first round, right? Whether right. They, whether they meet the Cavs, whether they meet yeah, um, so the we can, Hawks, yeah, we all agree that they're not gonna Toronto, whoever. That's not gonna be an upset in the first round. That'd be right? awesome. That'd be great. I mean, I wouldn't. Right, I mean,
0: I, it depends on who they play, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can get all the way up to the seven, uh, six, e, yeah.
1: you got Chicago. You got Chicago
0: with uh, yeah, I don't know. Toronto, yeah. I mean. I I I would be fine with them getting the A spot. I would actually probably that's probably what they're gonna get. Right, they're are, you're them. telling
1: me that this team can actually win a, a playoff series? That's what you guys are saying? No, I mean it's it, you know what I think it's not gonna be they're not gonna get swept. Put it like that. Okay. Unless
0: they play Cleveland.
1: You think they're gonna get swept with Cleveland? I, I, the, Cleveland? I don't know. Cleveland is Cle- the
0: one t- team that I, I mean, definitely want to win the first round. I mean, Cleveland
1: just lost to like the Brooklyn Nets not too long ago. Right,
0: but I mean like this, you know, playoff it's, LeBron it's, is gonna see. Okay, like look last year, right? The Hornets, Mm -hmm. but that was nice little team. They got they got dominated.
1: That's true, but that's but that was the first time the Hornets have been in the playoffs in a while. Oh yeah, you know you have someone like Al Jefferson who was injured for most of that series. First time a lot of these players on the Hornets were in the playoffs Mm -hmm. with Cleveland. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of like that. Besides LeBron, no one else has been in the playoffs. Okay, Perkins, but I mean he's like third string, big perk, shout out. But with the Celtics and the Cavs, if they were to meet each other in the playoffs. I don't think it'd be like a complete domination of like Cleveland over the Celtics. Remember, Kyrie Irving, as great as he is, never been to the postseason. Kevin Love, same thing. And they have—I don't think they they, have—they—they're clicking as much as everyone thinks. They're not constructed for me to make like a huge deep playoff run, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, I disagree on that. I think Cleveland most likely is going to end up coming out of the East this year
2: always in the finals. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Because I just, I'm not, I mean, who can really stop them? Still I mean, there's, not a, there's scared a couple of teams that could give them a run for their money, but can we both? Can we all agree that they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Let's Finals? Let's look at the, start. Okay. the all, right. all right,
1: maybe the Eastern Conference Finals, but come, come out the East? You, think, mean, you it's think it's that, that easy in the Eastern Conference, though. That's the thing. Yeah, That's think, how weak the East is.
0: You think Atlanta will beat Cleveland in a seven-game series? I think they could. I think they could.
1: If you had to put money on it, though. You're taking Cleveland. Uh, well, I don't bet, but. If you were a betting man. As if I said, I'm a betting man, no, I still take Atlanta. I I mean so I don't I don't they why they've, they've been together longer. The only reason I, I would
2: tip the scale towards Cleveland is because obviously LeBron, they have LeBron James. And they, they LeBron James, be. playoff LeBron James, as we all know as as you know, know fans of Celtics that when LeBron gets going to playoffs, he can get it going. He can, you know, give you one of the, a forty, fifty point game just like that. Or well, I mean given playoff game. I think given what we saw last
1: last spring in June, LeBron's kryptonite is a team that has great chemistry. Atlanta has that. That's their biggest advantage, and that's a very underrated thing. I would love to see the Celtics
2: play Cleveland because I just think it would be a great, you know, TV. Um, you know, I would the, love the, to. The run ball, you know how LeBron Boston again. is exactly. Yeah, yeah, it'd be I another. Know it. it'd be it'd another it. You know, yeah. you're going to get a ruckus crowd from the Garden going yeah. against LeBron. You know, the uh, the storyline is going to be perfect because of the, the the past, and you know they have Perkins now. It just the whole thing would just be great for you know TV and, and the whole you know marketing side of things. And then who knows? Maybe we win a game. Maybe we win two games. And a free agent in the summertime says, hey, how about that Celtics team? You know, how about those underdogs who, yeah, even, who who are on their way up and they have a, they have a great coach in like Brad Stevens and, hell, maybe I want to yeah. go over there and, and help them out. Or maybe me and Isaiah Thomas, you know, can can get things going and, and pick up another free agent and, boom, just like that, you, got a contender. you have a contender in the Eastern Conference. Well,
0: I mean, look for how, look how it, I mean, that's a true point because, I mean, it didn't work out for the Hornets this year, but they were able to bring in Lance Stevenson as a free agent who, I mean... He, he, he was one of the biggest free agents on the market last year. No, he was. You know? So, I mean, he was able to get there. He, he's sucked since he's got there. And right. Suck. But, I mean... But at the time, he drew was, him in, you know? Beautiful. Yeah, and right. so So, yeah, I mean, playoffs, you know, success is... Or getting into the playoffs is still much better now for the Celtics to do than to miss it completely. I think we're on the same page there. But, I mean, if they can sneak a game against Cleveland, I think they can win two against Atlanta.
1: And... Well what about well, speaking of good TV, what about if Cleveland plays Miami in the first round? I think that Oh yeah.
0: I and I think yeah. I think the NBA wants that to happen yeah. so bad. Yeah. It's gonna, that's what's going to happen.
1: Because I think I think Cleveland they're in an interesting position cuz they could they could decide, you know what? We don't want to play, you know, a, a, a good team that's in a, that's coming off of like momentum. Like the Celtics could have good momentum going into the playoffs if they, you know, the next these, these next few games if they're hot and they make the playoffs and they say they slip up to 7th or you know maybe even 6. Maybe Cleveland said we don't want to face a hot team.
0: I think that um Cleveland isn't going to want to play the Celtics. I think you look at everybody is looking at the and saying, all right, I have to pick between Dwayne Wade. I mean, cuz still Dwayne Wade is is a if he if he's playing in all 7 games.
1: Okay. You're right. a superstar. All right, then me, and Trogic. Me, I right, mean, me, the Heat
0: are going to be dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah, you're right.
1: But let me let me ask you another question about the Celtics-Cleveland series. If it were to happen, what if the Celtics have a good outing because they do play Cleveland twice before the season ends? Yeah. What if little, what if what Celtics, a little bad yeah. blood there? What if Celtics yeah. win those both games?
0: Yeah, I hear you. One's hear at you.
1: home, one's in Cleveland.
0: No, I mean, I I'm still if as a Celtics fan though, I want the Hawks over Cleveland nine times out of ten. Okay. Actually ten times out
2: of ten. I don't wanna see LeBron. You know I don't
0: wanna see him.
2: <laughs> Are you a big believer in this Atlanta team? I mean I know they're a good team, but can they really come out of the East? Well Can they? I know I know finals? I know no. on paper they look ah, amazing. Man. They look, you know, this is the best season in franchise history. Okay, so then and then the record looks amazing, but can they can they, can they beat a team in a seven game series? Do they have enough experience to do that? Alright, so then let
1: me let me let me play devil's advocate. What about the West? You think Golden State can come out of the West? I don't. No matter how my how the best record they have, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I no, and I I agree That's with you. A good I don't. It's a good example, but mm-hmm. it also is the West, though. I mean, literally, it's, it's more of a dog. Atlanta thing. has to beat one team, Cleveland, to get mm-hmm. to the finals, right? Real realistically, but you put Atlanta in the West, you're probably ranking. If you're ranking the teams in the West and you put Atlanta in there, they're probably. But, uh, Five, I mean, six, seven—they're
1: gonna be. Atlanta has the best record in the Eastern Conference against any Western team. They've yeah, been, they've been they Golden State twice. They've been San Antonio. They've been the Memphis. So you think that? I think if Atlanta, Atlanta has of, a
0: better chance than Golden State to make it to the finals. Yes. Wow.
1: And, and 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 once in the finals, they have a good chance to to make some noise. It's mm. not gonna like you know make it to the final. It's like it's not like Cleveland in 07, for example, right? They. They weren't had no business being in the finals. No business beating Detroit. Yeah. LeBron against San Antonio. What happened? They they got shotted off. I well, don't think I, that that's not the case here with Atlanta. Atlanta's legit in my opinion to okay. go to make to break make some noise.
0: Well, I, I think that I would I would rather if I had to pick I would I would pick Atlanta. I would want to play Atlanta. I don't care.
2: All right, let's take a step away from the Celtics for a little bit. And uh, before we get out of here, I just want to get your 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 opinion or your prediction on this epic MVP race that's been going on, man. Because I don't, I can't remember in the recent history of, of three players who are all, you know, deserving of winning this award. But, of course, they can only go to one player. All right? So, guys, what do you think? Who's your MVP? Obviously, we heard the, uh, the candidates. You had Russell Westbrook, who's been ridiculous in the past month or so. Or ever since the All-Star break, I should say. I don't, I don't know. I, like yeah, before, I said in the last episode, that, yeah. our last episode, um, LeBron James, the only person I've seen do something similar to this, uh, James Harden, well, Steph Curry. Who you got? The episode where we we had a deep discussion, James
1: Harden and Steph, Steph Curry. Curry yeah. We were back and forth with that. Now you add Russell Westbrook, and I think you can even add uh, Anthony Davis. But because he's been in and out with injuries, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of fallen back a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he's
2: been taken out of the conversation. Yeah. From, you know, probably about two months ago. But yeah,
1: but and then you kind of say the same about James Harden. He's been in and out, mm-hmm. you know, with injuries. I think right now, as of right now, I'm gonna go with Russell Westbrook. And his, and, and his chances increase if not only do the, the Thunder make the playoffs, but they go up, not just the eighth, but they go up to, like, seventh or even higher.
0: Yeah, I, mean. I would, I would,
1: uh, I mean, ten, I
0: want to take Westbrook. I mean, ten
1: triple doubles in, like, less than yeah. a month. I know.
0: mean, even if it you know. is, even if he didn't have the whole season end-to-end because yeah. he's been out. Yeah. You know, Harden's played, like, every game. Yeah. Curry's missed, like, he's, two games He's, or he's something. played,
1: like, 50-something games. Yeah, I
0: mean, still, we haven't seen anybody play as dominant as Westbrook has. Mm-hmm in in the in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. I think we can say that. I mean, he hasn't had the start to finish because mm-hmm. he's been out, but right. I mean, he, the, when he's been up these triple doubles, it's crazy, you know? It's you it's know. absolutely nuts. So, I i I would go with Harden. I have to go with Harden. I have to go with Harden. I he's, mean, it's probably
1: going to it's probably like if you in the whole grand scheme of things, it should be Harden. Yeah. He's the only reason why the, the Rockets are in third in right. the West. And in the West, too. In I the mean, West,
0: you're
2: right. Like, Curry, yeah, Curry's been awesome. Well, I mean, they're, they're first in the them, West. I mean, all three of them are in the West. But yeah. with my the reason I would pick James Harden, because that, that's the person I'm picking, is because of um, how many players they've lost. You know? You look at the Houston Rockets roster, they haven't had a, their, their, their starting lineup, their, you know, opening night starting lineup. I think they played about maybe two games together. Well, right. Like all five of them. Yeah. Whether it's Dwight Howard, whether it's Terrence Jones... Whether it's um, whom am whom I forgetting here? Uh, uh, Trevor Beverly, Risa. Beverly, yeah, Trevor Reza. Oh, they Risa, all missed out. a handful of games, and James Harden has been, been carrying been them constant. the entire yep. season. Yeah. yeah, the entire season.
0: No, and plus, yeah. I mean, he's putting up ridiculous numbers. I think he's
2: right. You know, he, We're he, talking the, about 20, the twenty-eight. The amount of free throws. Twenty-eight he gets, points, right? I think, free throws. yeah. And,
0: he's gonna set some type of record this year if he. Uh, I I was reading something. He's gonna have like. The most shots and free throws ever attempted. Which he, is he came into the
1: garden yeah.
2: and, and scored twenty from the free throw line. You right. Know? Yeah. I mean, if he which wasn't, if he wasn't out.
1: Yeah. If he wasn't out for like a few games, uh, I don't even think he's missed any games. No, he he missed he missed a, he missed a few games. A few, but compared a few to few games but, to his teammates compared but, to his teammates, but and he was Westbrook. Leading, he was leading the league in, in points. Yeah. And Westbrook just came out of nowhere and yeah, just right. snatched that away. Yeah, he's, he's second. Uh, Steph Curry, I I don't think. Even before West, um, Westbrook was doing this thing, I think James Harden was still the the, the better candidate to win MVP over Curry because if, even if you take Curry out of that lineup, there's too many there's too many great shooters and, and great offensive players on Golden State that they they have a better chance of winning over like going over Houston who are if you take Harden out, Houston is probably most likely is not going to win that game. So I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Westbrook and I think what hurts him is not only that because he's only played 50 some odd games. But because of where his team is in the West, and they they're, they're still in danger of not making the playoffs.
0: Right. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna to be tough to give it to somebody who's not on a playoff team. But uh, I mean, that that will decide it, I think. I mean, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, you look at you look at uh, Dirk Nowinski, who won it in 07 best record in the whole, and you know, in basketball, yeah. And they got knocked down the first round. Right. So it's gonna be tight. It's a, it's a, be... This, this is a great race. It's not it as it's been like other years where there's always one clear-cut favorite. Maybe a second one. Right, it's
2: always one or two. Right, yeah. like this one. I mean, we got yeah. three guys who are you know right, almost neck and neck.
1: Neck know? and neck. And and early in the season there was other there was debate with other players like like a Gasol mm-hmm. or, or or even a Blake Griffin before he went down. So it's been all year. It's been different. A good group of players that you could say yeah you know he can be in an MVP conversation. Anthony Davis again is a, a great example. But, you know, that injury buck this year has been crazy, I think, all over the league.
2: All right, guys. That wraps up our uh, episode of Causeway Street. Uh, Before we get out of here, we end our show like we always do with Joel's segment of In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It. Joel, what did we miss this past month? What what did we miss? We missed a a, a shitload this past month. (laughs) (laughs) What did we miss the last couple weeks? If you
1: don't live in the Boston (laughs) or New England area, Boston set the record. For the the most snowfall in one winter with hundred and eight inches of snow.
2: And counting. We just got some snow yesterday. Yeah, but just, just
1: well technically well, it's spring already. Spring it's not spring. It's <laughs> no right, it's definitely it's not, spring. not spring. Definitely not spring. I wouldn't be surprised if wind, hey, hey, blizzard hey, comes hey, through, hey. you know. You never know. You never know. It happened twenty Get years that, ago. That, I don't know. But you know Boston still 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 winning records, still you know winning titles. Championship city. But uh, you know in case you missed it, the Hawks. We were talking about them earlier. They have clinched the first seed officially. No one can catch them with you know eight or nine games left in the, in, the, in the season. They have first seed home court throughout the playoffs. It's an unbelievable
2: story, man. My my prediction was like the sixth, fifth seed at best, and they just completely proved me wrong.
1: And it's the same score right. from from last year. It's not like they really made any big additions. Mm-hmm. Just everyone's just stepping up. Everyone's stepping up, you know. Well,
2: uh, Horford's been healthy and it's just so you know, we we yeah, got it, we dove into it, it a little
1: bit. So, you know, I think in terms of their chances, they can go all the way to the finals, in my opinion. But, you know, there's a lot of people that still have not convinced. Me. <laughs> <laughs> also, Durant is out for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, foot surgery. Sucks. He's gonna resume basketball activities in four to six months. So in my question Southern to you guys, football. I know, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, probably probably uh, the Wizards have a better chance of signing yeah. it than, than the Celtics do. But I'm gonna be all over that. What do we think of OKC's chances to not only make the playoffs, but how far would they go if they were to make it? First
2: round, first round knockout. Yeah.
1: So they won't begin Golden State. Golden State's gonna win it. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you put Durant in that scenario, I mean Westbrook doesn't have maybe. Durant and Ibaka. Right. Ibaka's um, out. Right. too. that's huge. People I, forget there's no Ibaka. Yeah, but, but Kanta's been a beast tonight. If a team
1: who's got Big bodies, Golden State is, is going to have a tough time. With them. I don't know.
0: I don't think Adams and Cantor is enough. If you had mm-hmm. Ibaka, maybe, because Westbrook could make up for a lot. But, no, nah, I, I can't. I couldn't pick him.
2: And, plus, they haven't completely unleashed um uh, Bogut yet.
0: Yeah, you know, Bogut is getting there. They're giving him, like,
2: 16, 18 minutes. When playoff time comes, he'll, he's going to get his full 28 or whatever, to close to 30 minutes, and they don't let him go nuts. And I think he's, he's a very underrated uh big man. In the Western Conference, because people don't really people forget about him, you know, because of all the injuries and because you know he hasn't been as consistent as he was in the past. But this is this is the year. This is the year they they're gonna go for it. Um, one thing I, that they need from them from uh, from the shooters is, is Harrison Barnes, man. Barnes hasn't been himself this season. Maybe he can step it up, but you know Curry's gonna be Curry. I, I I got them winning it. Okay. Maybe six games. All right. Yeah, I, th- I, I take I take Golden State.
1: I mean, any any other any other team. Like maybe Phoenix would sneak in there, or, or the Pelicans. Definitely, Golden State would 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 win that series. But I don't know. I think OKC. Will, will, I think OKC forces a Game Seven, and I think I think it's a dogfight. OKC would win it. Like they're on that hole. Oh, they got that chip on their shoulder now. That Durant's not coming back, so they're going full force. And and, and Westbrook is going to be
2: even another beast. They do have a deep bench, though. Give them that. Yeah. That was they they that's came all, up they came up big time at the trade deadline. That was that was clutch for them because you know, they have a lot of weapons with. The Anthony Morrow now coming off the bench and mm-hmm. and uh, Waiters sucks though. The big man you, you brought up, Cantor, and Adams, like yeah. I, I mean who sucks? I, who you say sucks? Doesn't
0: wait, Waiters is? Oh yeah, Waiters been terrible for them, man. That sucks. He yeah, sucks.
1: But I mean, you got, I think that you know you talk about the bench. The, true, DJ yeah. Augustine was a was a was a was, a yeah. big, was a key pickup for them. I don't know. I think I think it's it won't be as, as a slam dunk against OKC, but
2: that's what I got. In case you missed it. Alright guys, big week. Big week. Hopefully we're talking about, you know, Celtics still in the playoff pictures a week from now because they're playing they're playing their the, the competitors that they're that they're in the, the oh, race yeah. with. Control you know?
0: your own destiny, win these games. Charlotte,
2: Indiana. These are the teams yeah. that you're fighting against. You're playing just a chance to get some space here. I mean Milwaukee this is now. space. You gotta make space. You beat make them. Space. I mean you're getting a game on every time.
1: From the seventh seed all the way down to the eleventh seed is only like a game and a half that separates. And
0: then I think Milwaukee's only what, three games ahead? Uh, yeah, uh, less been less, a lot of games. less now. Yeah, well, 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 minus, minus the Middleton like, uh, game
1: winner, that was a, that was a good play. Yeah,
2: like like two and a half games. Yeah, yeah. so
1: it's going to be a dog fight between Brooklyn, Indiana, Charlotte, Boston, obviously, and even yeah. Miami. Miami, Miami wants to go higher. I don't think they want to remain in seventh.
2: So we'll see, guys. Tune in next week, and of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Causeway Street, and also on Facebook, where we post pretty much the same stuff you see on Instagram and uh, Twitter. So. <laughs> Uh, Guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll check you guys next week.